anyways, I was robbed. Yeah, earlier you were robbed today yeah. or yesterday. You already told that story. Um, yeah, I'm so Off sorry. I, I know. I told no, you didn't story tell me that all. story. Hang on. Yeah, but I would be bored. You didn't if tell you the listeners it. either. No, you you can well, tell the listeners, and then if you lie about it, I will tear you to shreds afterwards. Okay, okay, let's play. Uh, two truths okay, and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Okay. Okay. I was robbed. Lie. By how do you play this it's game? In the you title say, of the game, you say okay. three things, and two of them are true, and one is a lie, and this bit never ends. It's possibly an easier game than this podcast. Which you also can't do. Okay, I was born in Michigan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Someone broke into my car. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they took my wallet. That's the lie. Yeah. No, actually, there was two lies and one truth. I didn't. They didn't break into my car because it was unlocked because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, I thought for sure you were like a real Motown kind of guy. You know, it's kind of vibe you project. <laughs> I'm not a Detroit man. You're not a Detroit man. I've never been to Detroit. You've never run away from a pack of wild dogs in an abandoned housing project? See, I thought you were going to do a Blues Brothers reference. I'm not nearly clever enough for that. Now I'm upset. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Blues Brothers. That doesn't impact uh, as a car. Uh, that movie is a car. Yeah, we lost Walter. <laughs> uh, man, Walt is having technical difficulties right now. Um... Uh-huh. And he, we can't start until he rolls the dice. So hmm. it's right. a shame. Look up Brooke One Piece. Well, oh. oh God, no, no One Piece discussion, please. We all know who Brooke is in One Piece. Everyone, all is, of is our he the skeleton know. man? He's the, he's the skeleton man. He's the skeleton, and he's the one that asks, uh, "Can I have your panties?" No, he doesn't want them. He just wants to see them. He just wants to oh. see them. Oh, what That's a sort gentleman. of a weird trait for a skeleton character. What is to still the, be horny? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't jerk off if you're a skeleton. Well, like he can eat stuff. He can taste. Um, he can smoke. So we don't know. So he's not a skeleton Actually, then. That would be a good part what of being he, a skeleton is you have no lungs. You can smoke, but you will not get lung cancer. It's true. There's a. Yeah, I'll, I'll source it. This is. This is hashtag goals. Right here. Oh yeah, where this is for the listeners. This is what it's really for. <laughs> this is not right. podcast content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for the for the for the listeners, the uh, uh, Belvin did just link us a picture of a skeleton um, with an afro that's sort of been like uh, arrested. He's a flower with a, power headband flower, on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is Brooke supposed to be like a Rasta skeleton? He's a little more. No, he's Jimmy. not Rasta at all. He's a little he's more Jimi Hendrix. In this look, he's Jimmy. He has like so when they find him, he's wearing like kind of a dilapidated suit. Mm. Um, and he kind of like has a old timey butler vibe. Um, Oda mm. has said that if he had a nationality, he'd be Austrian. And he's back. Yeah. That's not the vibe that I was getting from that gif. Well, uh, post time skip, he spent some time as the rock star Soul King. So. Is this One Piece again? <laughs> Did we default to this? What? It's really, I mean, it's your default. Fault. I had to actively steer it. Yeah. 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 I protested. Uh, Are y'all still recording? Is yeah. your internet I mean, yeah, still we're recording. We, I am too, so we okay. haven't lost I think we have any to start time. over. Uh, we have to start the intro over. Uh, yeah. Chessman, you were robbed, right? 
Uh, yeah, I was robbed of my time recording this podcast. Shut. Okay. That's my board. That's okay. Type five second joke. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Jessman. Just bring us in, Walt. Petty theft. Uh. Anyway. So. You one piece. You were. Oh my no, god. You were robbed. As right? great world like, building. Actually, Fuck, not as a podcast, but in real life, right? I don't want to talk about no. it. It's, it's unfortunate. It's not even a good story. Yeah, you actually you're teasing the listeners now. Yeah, uh, you, so have you need to, to make sure the story delivers. Yeah, I uh, went down to my car today to you know do what you do with a car, you know, and Shitting it. some and all of my shit had been tossed around. Someone got in my car and tossed my shit, and it wasn't me because <laughs> they left an entire. A box of recycling that I was going to take. They left it on the ground behind my trunk and it rained. So now I just threw that recycling out. Like, it's interesting to me that you don't have anything valuable in your yeah, car. Right? I, it was, it your car. Good. Well, it's the thing, right? I had like some cords, some like that you probably are pretty valuable. Um, but, but then besides that, I think I might have had a wallet with some spare cash in it and a skateboard in the trunk. They didn't take the skateboard. They did. If the wallet was in there, they took it. But like, I don't even know if it was. These thieves. Why wouldn't you take you can pawn a skateboard. You probably get like 20 bucks. Thieves of all time. Let's just yeah. leave it at that. Did you leave your car unlocked or did they smash the windows? It, it was unlocked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, boring I, robbery of all. You didn't even get to have a violent altercation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just has me peeved. You have to fight that dude if you find him. Yeah. Why? Well, how would I Track know? him down. Well, you should have been there in the first place at all times. You're just going to have to ask him. people. <clears throat> what? You're just going to have to ask people in the street. Yeah, harass them. Hey, did you riffle around my yeah, car? Get, get a fedora <laughs> and a trench coat. I'm, I'm looking for a man who robbed me. It's like, do you know? You keep saying robbed. Anything? Okay, burgled. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Burgled. Yeah, we don't Burgling actually also implies that they made off with yeah, something. We... Objection, Your Honor. Uh, once his car doors are open and the air is allowed to penetrate the car, it is technically public land. Uh, <laughs> it becomes a feature of landscape. Uh, this is recognized law here. They stole my peace of mind. And under tribal law, Chessman's uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, Mr. I don't like belongings were actually. I, uh, I don't like your bit of, because it's getting kind of sh- it's getting kind of Stephen King kind of shining, kind your of. Your Honor, uh, my defendant, my my plaintiff, Zach Chessman, uh, feared for his life in the five minutes that he thought maybe his car had been broken into. His recycling was irreparably damaged. It will never be recycled now. Uh, this egregious harm to the environment. Uh, we need to. This man should be executed. For the. Uh, actually, uh, my client is an anti-recycling activist, <laughs> and he was making a political statement by riffling around and leaving out his recycling in the rain. It's still illegal. Uh, but- no, now I actually do want to press charges. Oh, Damn. shit. Now that you said that. Welcome. No, we're going for oh. a jury trial now. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a real lawyer. I'm just his cousin. This isn't a civil case <laughs> any longer. Yeah, clearly, get, get your shit together, first of all. Welcome, by the well, way, to 30 Minute Worlds. you can see by world. the tire tracks. Okay. Order, order. I got <laughs> Judge Kunkel and also the lawyer at a certain point in the trial calling 30 Minute Worlds to order. Uh, 
with me in this esteemed court, Daniel Kennedy, the Right Honorable Zach Chessman, and Belvin Olasov Esquire. Uh, How come I don't get a title? Because you're first. We've done this before. We've done this <laughs> bit before. And you got a title, yeah, well, then and you don't get it now. A Chessman complained back then. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it irritated me. <laughs> That's all. You're the bailiff. <laughs> You're the bailiff. <laughs> Why am guy. I arguing for Chessman's case from the bailiff? <laughs> Shut up, bailiff. <laughs> so. Fuck you. <laughs> Order. Uh, that's going to sound oh, great. That's good audio. <laughs> yeah. That's great audio. Uh, it was crisp. I summon the uh, bailiff to wait. I have to roll the dice. There will be further. I don't. No further talking in the courtroom until I decide how this is going to go. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Oh, I, I don't like this rabble, bit. Rabble, being the bailiff is like rabble. the worst job in the courtroom, other than being the yeah, defendant. Yeah, kind of sucks. I'm sorry, bro, but you you did disrespect my authority as a judge, and you do have to crack down on that shit when you're in the judging field. It's because I don't respect you in real well, life. The, the role is a two, so bailiff, you're actually the lore lad, and I will eat my own shit for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, it's my week again. Great. <laughs> How many this times happens, did it come up die. Uh, A lot. I don't count, but it's, it's a regular. Yeah. It's fine. This dice is weighted towards the two. Well, but yeah. All right, what do you got? You, give me some, I'm, give me some I'm words. Giving, it's a virtual dice. My prompt is bailiff. I've said it like three <laughs> times. I said hate it like you. three times. I can't get any other word out of my head. <laughs> I feel like it's actually a bad word. It's, it's a setting. It's an entire world. A bad word. Like, not only are you saying the bailiff, you're talking about courts, you're talking specifically about bailiffs. Like, yeah, there's a lot of baggage with bailiff. This is it's, absurd. It's like car yeah, it's radio. all tied to the Western law system. I, I, I'm willing to let Walter choose a newer. Oh, yeah. Shoot. In the year end, what I'm actually going to write this have? down because in, in the year end uh, review, we're going we're to see if this is actually worse than car radio. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that Walt does give the worst prompts, probably. It takes Chessman the <laughs> longest you. to come up with them uh, by uh, far, uh, but... <laughs> well, once I pick my prompt, I stick to it. I stick to my guns unless forced uh, by a court order. Which you do not have. Yeah, I think you're the one that. No, <laughs> I mean, Daniel does have the power. I no, yeah. I, can't, I don't think I can veto it. prompt words. Like, I mean, that we, we've can, never come to this can before. We majority, can we super majority it out? Because we've I vetoed, don't like no, no, no. It, okay, in in the interest of actual lore lad precedent, we have vetoed prompt words. Belvin, you were the judge who actually did that when you vetoed World War II. Uh, <laughs> on the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. And then it came back. And it was an imposition. <laughs> we were um, not to be dissuaded. Uh, All right. For, for now, let me hear what you guys have, and then we can, uh, I don't know, think about something. Sounds like we're keeping well, sign. Fuck mm. off. Bailiff is All locked right. in. Well, Chessman, what's yours? Because I have one that needs good support. Okay. Um... Uh, Card. Card. Oh, like card. like a playing card. <laughs> like the, or like, there's lots of different kinds of cards. Uh, Hallmark cards. Yeah. All right. There's, fine. There's so many kinds of cards. You can't even list all of them. If I gave you ten entire seconds. Bayou. Bayou. You always oh, go hey, for that kind a, of vibe. Yeah, the frog thing thing comes back to play. No, I, I just felt like we needed something physical. 
To, yeah, you're grounding mm-hmm. the setting a little bit. Mm-hmm. The problem is that, like, with a word like bailiff, like, okay, it's not what if like it's court? cop what if or it's something. Court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Court I, is I a lot better. I just couldn't get the word bailiff out of my head. But yeah, yeah, it's court, <laughs> bayou, and Chessman, what was yours? I'm sorry. Card. 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 We can talk about, about like bailiffs. A, you could do, like, a legal system based around gambling, like playing poker or something. If there's a um, god of <laughs> chance, he favors those who win in the court system. Yeah, that's juris. Yeah, the de- like the uh, the dealer is the judge in this case because I want Walt to have less authority. Mm-hmm. Um, Jokes on you! You just made me the dealer. And like the players, like maybe you're not good at cards. Yeah, so lawyers are actually like professional gamblers. Like they're not uh-huh. actually like legal scholars or anything. They're just good. Like, and you you hire one to play for you to represent you in court. Oh, that's actually kind of a neat idea. Um, uh, there would be schools to teach yeah. gambling. Because uh, well, then like you represent yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's very expensive. <laughs> I like the I like the idea that like you have to you can't pay for it traditionally. You have to win the money by gambling to enroll in the school or something like that. <laughs> Uh, so there are families that have won so much money uh, that they're effectively gambling dynasties, as silly a term as that is. No, I like that. Uh, we're, yes. Because the ultimate way to build a dynasty is by not gambling uh, <laughs> in the real world. Well, well unless gamblers you're are addicted good. to losing yeah. money. Um, well, Because the thing is, in a game of poker, if you're not playing against the house, you you can, like... And you're good at it. You can sweep the table. Right. There's no house because the house is the god of chance uh, who decides things. So it's assumed to gambling is not random technically. Right. It. Well, it it relies on chance. Like the orientation of the deck. There are things you can do to skew like the randomness of it. You play probabilities if you're a good gambler. Yeah. Right. And if you're a great gambler, you can win on a bum hand just by bluffing. Okay, so we have a conceit. Um, yeah, we have yeah. a we and have the a bailiff conceit would now. play much the same role as in regular court. Fine, he uh, would count. All he right. would see no one's counting cards or whatever. Yeah, no, we can oh. give the bailiff a special. I don't know because if I feel like if you have more unsavory elements as authority figures, like if these aren't like buttoned-up lawyers, these are like sleazy gamblers. Mm-hmm. The need for some muscle might be more, more present. I just I, I so I, I you're right, and they would definitely need to be there, and they would check for cheating. It's like what's the person at the on a casino floor that's watching for cheating and shit? Uh, Is he like, like um the casino bailiff? <laughs> Thank fine. you. Bill. <laughs> There's a term for it, but but fine. I, it's probably like floor boss or something. But yeah, so they watch for cheating and they make sure you're not using like a loaded deck or die or whatever but like oh, the activities or pit manager pit boss. which i thought pit boss was a barbecue term but it's also a casino term yeah pit bailiff, uh, pit bailiff. <laughs> okay yeah pit. there we go yeah well, so okay so this is some sort of um this process of playing the game somehow involves the actual truth of the of the case maybe it's like it's almost like trial by ordeal, which like mm-hmm. the idea there is that something bad is done to you. And if you live through it, then God favors you. And so you get to go and live your life. But this is sure. like chance. What instead. if there are and different uh, schools of law? So there's like a roulette law, uh, card game law, craps law, that kind of thing. 
And so certain. Oh, you get to like pick your method of well, trial. Yeah, well, certain traditionally certain legal um, matters are settled as a matter of course by like anything having to do with like a state law is a craps game or like contracts would be a poker game or something like that. So like a, you do need yeah, different like fields of law. Uh, in different games, I think this is a shuffleboard court. Actually, uh, <laughs> you want the you want the poker court. What I'm saying is, like, if you can have it just be a trial by ordeal, and that's very normal and very like you could have that in our world. But like, uh, what if the god of luck or chance, like the 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 way that you're playing this game, like contrives the like hands to be dealt or like the dice to fall in a way that like actually like represents the truth of the case right like oh it's kind of like tarot right cards yeah so if you have a good lawyer they can bluff and they can actually get they can actually win your case somehow even though you got a bad hand i dig that and also just thinking through the wider implications if this is a world where the god of chance of luck you know, it actually divinely intervenes. And so if you're lucky, you're good. If you're unlucky, you're, you're bad. There's probably like a societal bias against the unlucky. Mm-hmm. That's a really fucked up society where the people who are down their luck are like seen right. as others, as undesirables. Yeah, if something bad happens yeah. to you, that means you deserve you it. You deserve it. It's like prosperity gospel, which right. I think is deeply, deeply wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's super fucked up. Like, but we don't make fun in this settings. world, it's right. <laughs> this is prosperity gospel world in a way. Yeah. Uh, this is my ingrained Baptist upbringing coming out in the pod. Yeah, but, but if God, it's, it kind of is. Because if God decides that you're too cocky, you're going to lose everything. Well, it's right. the whims of fate, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I like the idea of luck being like, it's you. I don't think you can stay lucky forever. Like people right. are always when you're on a winning streak, you're riding that high. Uh, right. I mean, maybe hot streaks just kind of have actual manifestation. Well, they make you. Uh, and they end at some point. But like, if you're if you're being consistently lucky, you can go do things knowing you're going to still be lucky. Right. But you don't know when that's going to run out. When your divine right. favor is going to end. Yeah. Right. So I think politicians would just be like the luckiest motherfuckers, like the, the leadership. They're just finding shit the in the pr- street all the time. Oh. The, pr- the presence of these shanty towns. Let's talk about the shanty towns. Let's talk about the bayou. Oh, you had a point, Chessman. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know how you oh, always hear stories about like uh, assassination attempts where like somebody gets shot and it like it like goes through their hat or like uh, Abraham Andrew Lincoln. Jackson yeah. was going to be shot with. And then the gun misfired twice in a row. Both yeah. guns, yeah, misfired. And he beat the yeah. guy to death with his cane or something. Yeah, like I beat him to death, death, but he did just wallop the guy with his cane. <laughs> yeah, like what a lucky. I'd be pissed too. The cane is South Carolina's <laughs> national weapon, actually, or state weapon. <laughs> 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 we have a long story history. Sumner. <laughs> that is a badass state weapon, actually, to have <laughs> the cane. So I, I had envisioned this sort of as like a country within a world based around this sort of bayou area. Um, what if the luck only but, works for the people of this kind of country who worship this god? Yeah. So for foreigners, it's imperative that you hire like a lawyer here uh, for this weird legal system they have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, just an origin story, like a myth, origin myth that occurred to me would be the god of luck. Uh, 
put his head in a crocodile's mouth, like an open mouth, and he had to guess which tooth was rotten. And if he guessed it, then the crocodile um, winced in pain. He could get away. But there's like 80 teeth. And he picks the right tooth. Wow. And so crocodiles have great significance. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they're like yeah. religious like icons. Yeah, well, I mean, crocodiles are like consequences. So like, mm-hmm. when, once your luck falls away, you, yeah, get you go to the crocs, crocs is the saying. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's the method of execution here is they feed you to crocodiles. Oh, well, that's fucked well, up. But- well, I think the method of execution, <laughs> I think it would be like a Russian roulette type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting, too. You get a chance at life uh, even if you yeah, lose even your trial. Even if you're guilty. Yeah. If you've lost the case. I do think execution, uh-huh. but yeah, getting... Yeah, that's very fitting with the spirit of this setting. Getting sent into a crocodile swamp is also kind of random. L- luck could still protect you, you know? There's plenty of random ways to kill people. Yeah, what What if that... That is an interesting idea, though. If, if, the execu- if all of the execution methods of this kingdom involve a set amount of chance, like mm-hmm. they are all Russian mm-hmm. roulette sort of things, like the, there's still a chance that the god of luck might favor you. And you won't actually right. like, like die. imagine a giant battleship board uh, and you're a two peg long cruiser ship and they plunge like 50 needles at random into a part of the board. Uh, you could live. Yeah, you pick the right. <laughs> you know, what's interesting. If you curry favor with the god of luck by making things randomized, like a restaurant, there'd just be like a random chance of whatever you order has something hidden inside or is it like mm. a whole different item. Oh, yeah. Like all of society, if you gain favor with the god of chance by incorporating chance into like everything would be randomized mm-hmm. to a certain degree. A, a lot of this is a big grab bag society. Like a lot of your groceries is like you walk into the store and it's like you could get what you want or you could get the mystery bag. <laughs> <that> has, <laughs> well, it'd be like slot machines. You would get groceries through slots. Oh, no. <laughs> terrible society. <laughs> Uh, I hate fish. <laughs> but if you want to prosper, you have to appease the god of chance, well, and so you have to make things random. That's the thing. L- Lady Luck wants to be involved in in like things that'll make people like chance more, but doesn't necessarily want to be involved in everything. Like, don't put a roulette wheel on the um, <laughs> like on an intersection. The uh. <laughs> Whether the light is red, green, or there aren't yellow. cars in this setting. <laughs> I, well, whatever. Stop light. Stop. stop, stop there signs. aren't cars in this setting. It's true. No, I mean, if, if car is not a prompt word, there are not cars in the setting. It's a training. The transportation setting. is gator based because you do have to be oh. very lucky. Uh, in order to <laughs> <laughs> to ride and like, I find the idea it's it's kind of funny to me like the idea that you open a door and there's like a one percent chance it just takes you like somewhere completely random like maybe like I don't know uh, what's a good place to go uh, I don't know that that's yeah, maybe that might be stretching this to like its logical limit a little bit too much no I I think I mean there's a way to put randomness into stuff that isn't just like cartoon bananas batshit. Mm. Like maybe if you're like if it's something that like is really important, you need to be more sober minded about it. They'll reduce the chance to like a one percent chance. Maybe the lowest that the that Lady Luck will accept is a one percent chance. Mm-hmm. So like the banks, I think, would like <laughs> be pretty strict, but there'd still be a one percent chance. Well, that, uh, it, you go for a, a withdrawal and you get punched in the face or something. I don't know. One percent <laughs> is still pretty high. 
I think there should be like a one in a million shot kind of thing. And there's there's lots of ways to introduce luck that doesn't totally take out um, your like uh, like you play a game of luck. There is some skill involved in it uh, most of the time. Yeah. Well, the lottery is mandatory for all citizens. <laughs> yeah. The lottery is how they make some decisions. Maybe lots of like societal decisions are just through a lottery system. That makes well, we sense. Have, oh, yeah. Like who uh, gets uh, into uh, school? Ancient civilizations had that too. And so they elect their leaders, they don't vote for their leaders. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing in like Venice and like the other Italian cities was the lottery. Yeah, and that short story where there's a small town. Oh, the rocks. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> Ritual execution. Oh no, I spoiled the whatever the fuck that story is. Um, <laughs> yeah, what is that? A thousand year old story? I don't fucking know. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, so I like uh, who who lives in this bayou? Uh, well, like why? Because it's not really a desirable place to live. Typically, the bayou. So there's gonna be like something going for it that causes people to come here and do well, this gambling. I think gambling. for one thing, it's luckier. Well, right? It, uh, it, like, if, it's, well, not everyone can be lucky, right? Like, luck is kind of a zero sum game to a certain extent. But I think if you like feel you're lucky, like you know, all compulsive gambler types, all people who just like want a chance at something better. That's the thing too. Like, if desperate people come there because anything is better than what they have right now it, it would i think attract a lot of people oh yeah it's almost like a gold rush situation like where your people go there to try and make their fortune or whatever or if they have nowhere else to right. go and they're totally destitute yeah what if all these courts and stuff that we're talking about what if that's in like the city and like the bayou is this like um right. sort of like other state that exists separately that they can't control because everyone's so lucky over there. Like, like there's, there's sort of like an exo state that nobody can deal with because they don't, they don't have an army. They don't have anything. They just have like really, really lucky leaders and everybody wants to, everybody who's proved they're lucky wants to go and join them. I sort of dig the aesthetic of like a city that's built around this bayou. Yeah. I just been visualizing the city in the bayou the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It could be like in the center of the bayou or something like that. Well, there like could that. be a chosen people. I mean, I'm, which has the, the basic concept Justin's talking about seems to be just like a chosen people who are extremely lucky and hard to deal with. Um, I mean, I, I think those could just be the leaders of the whole place, right? Mm-hmm. Like the reason that they, they maintain, like, they, they're probably insufferable to deal with right? as a nation state. Because <laughs> they think they're hot shit when really maybe they're just lucky right now yeah and also like any deal you make like if you're supposed to get a silk shipment and it shows up and it's just like moth bitten wool they're like oh (laughs) (laughs) whoops or sometimes they send you gold (laughs) just like terrible deal with but you know you can't go to war with them because lady luck will favor them and your grenades will blow up yeah in your face (laughs) although luck only matters so much in war so I'd like to think that these people have been I, kicked around a few times. Because you would get cocky, too. Maybe. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, they've probably gotten unlucky a few times. But yeah. I think overall, like, supernatural luck, that can do a lot in warfare. Especially It'd if be it's funny like, if, like, they were a client state. Like, they actually lost a big war because they were acting insufferably. Mm-hmm. And they're now, like, a client state or kind of a smaller empire. Because they're not actually that good at war they've just leaned on luck the whole time but and they've also leaned on they live in a bayou 
right? It's a terrible place to invade. Mm. It, it there's no you can't move an army across the bayou. It's impossible. Yeah, I think the ramifications of it being like really hard to get into is that a lot of criminals will also flock there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why the legal system has such an outsized role there. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's yeah. why criminals like it. <laughs> I like the idea of like a like a king's son like went there and like did some bad shit and got executed or something and so he like fights a punitive expedition against them and it goes very poorly. <laughs> yeah, his number came up. I'm sorry, <laughs> he was. And it happened. You roll the dice. Wasn't in the cards. Yeah, some like rich motherfucker uh, who figured like I can just buy representation here. <laughs> He's like, I can just buy the best lawyer. It's like not how it works. <laughs> You just rolled snake eyes, brother. Yeah. No, that's fun. I And it's bereft of natural resources, really, except for luck. Yeah, it's like a boom town. But mm. the, well, I, the, I like to think that maybe some people leave and the luck sticks to them for a while. Mm-hmm. And they can, like, go out and make their fortune and come back with it. Because I, oh. I imagine it being, like, a wealthy place. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like a tourism industry. Breaker 4-2, this is Commander Chuck Burnsides of the Plant Food Express. You know, when I'm hauling bio-waste out here on the Ganymede-Callisto line, sometimes there's nothing to listen to but the Jovian bow shock whistling its siren song through my citizen band transponder. Lucky for me, that podcast, 30-Minute Worlds, got me bundled out with planets and planes and little desert diners that I can escape into. It's looking like uh, season two is about wrapped up, so you know what that means. Beginning of December, the lads will be going back through the season, deciding which world among them is the best, tournament style, so as they can revisit it. And they want to hear what you think. What you're going to want to do is create a data package with your favorite or least favorite episodes from season two and send that to 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. They don't get much mail, I hear, so they're going to read it, and you will almost certainly sway the discourse. 1010? 07 commanders and happy world building. If we if we were to recap real quick, it's it's a there basically it's a city based out of a bayou that has been for whatever reason like either because these people worship the goddess of luck or the goddess of luck just favors this place. It's like where maybe it's where the goddess ascended to godhood was in this bayou. Uh, like mm-hmm. from that origin myth Belvin talked about with the crocodile. Mm-hmm. And now because of this luck, it has attracted all sorts of people like refugees, disparate people, ambitious people trying to make a fortune. They play gambling games. Uh, they hope to just get lucky and make their fortune. And all legal arbitrage is done via games of chance. Hell yeah. Also, you curry favor with Lady Luck. Mm hmm. By injecting a chance into everything you do. Yeah. I thought you were going to go in a so, drug route, and I was like, please, not again. I mean, there, there would be drugs, but... Heroin. <laughs> the heroin. You inject heroin. Getting high and on there, heroin. There's a chance you're heroin. It just turns into mercury when you inject it into yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't inject mercury, kids. Oh, don't inject heroin. <laughs> don't do either. Of those. Yeah, but yeah, but definitely don't do mercury. <laughs> I mean, if you do mercury, make you'll you die live forever. If you do heroin, you'll ruin your life and then die. <laughs> we were talking about the way, like the executions that would that would 
we that would uh be available and like one of them could be like it's a roulette injector lethal injection <laughs> that like almost <laughs> breaks the som <laughs> the somberness of the death penalty by an inconceivable really degree <laughs> it do- really it's does it's like a game show they spin the wheel it's a they have game show executions but they're real like japanese game shows with the lava but it's real shit Damn, I think they would. I yeah. think this thing does have a slight dystopian edge. <laughs> a slight dystopian edge. <laughs> the gambling-based setting. Why is setting. this happening? <laughs> <laughs> because we're all bad people. <laughs> because dystopias are fun. They're very fun. You get yeah, people I think like, my, my rule for a setting is you should design a setting you don't want to live in. Yeah, there should be conflict. Uh, yeah. Because that's what makes stuff interesting. We're very good at that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. Well, the... Well, the real world is really shitty, too, and has lots of conflict, so, like... Yeah, this one would at least be spicier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The real world. You get to play blackjack more. If you're lucky, you can really get a hospital Because, like, in real life, you're always having to doubt your abilities, and you're always having to doubt, like, am I, like, not talented? Am I not good enough? Like, do I just suck? But in this setting, you'd know. I'm just unlucky. Uh, I don't have luck, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So there's mm-hmm. something hopeful mm-hmm. about that, actually. Well, let's think through this unlucky underclass because we've discussed that some people are just like on metaphysical hot streaks. Like their politicians and leaders are just like supernaturally lucky for a period. Um, but what about hmm. like the unlucky people? I guess they would live in slums. Yeah, they're like the labor class or the swamp itself. Oh, they live yeah, like they deep like, in the swamp. They're like the, they're, the, they're gator people. You've the seen History folk. Channel, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there would be some people who would go off and do like non-luck related jobs, like really safe. Well, I, I they feel guess, jobs. kinship kind of with the gators too, because the gator could be religiously. We talked about how it's a symbol. It could also be like there could be a bunch of stories about like the luck god tricking old man gator, old man alligator, yeah. and he's always getting the butt of shit. And he's unlucky, too. And they could kind of unify around that symbol. We draw from this particular myth well a lot, but I do like uh, those stories with trickster yeah. figures and stuff like yeah. that. Well, I do think that there like maybe we could have it so like the luck is centered in the city. And as you go further, further out, luck dictates your life less and less. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's an option. But then like, uh, wouldn't that mean that... Uh, you would just need real estate money to become lucky, you know? Yeah. Well, that's... Well, I mean, or unlucky. It's just, like, the, the luck is supercharged one way or another. I don't know if I like that, because I think that everyone in the city should have, like, equal kind of odds to make or break it. Maybe you've had a good streak, and that's why you're in the city. But you're not guaranteed to get luckier while you're there. Uh, you just live in a nicer no. place. No, although you do get, I think, luckier if you curry favor with the god of chance, with Lady Luck. I think what happens when you go into this place is is because they've contrived, partially because they've contrived everything to be about luck a little bit, and partially because uh, Lady because they've done that, Lady Luck um, is actually present there. Mm-hmm. Lady Luck pays more attention to you, and luck is more of a factor in your life. So if you have good luck, yeah. it's even better here. And if you have bad luck, it's even worse. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So the unlucky people are just like cartoonishly unlucky. Well, they wouldn't last long in the city either. They wouldn't last long, right? They they no. they flee the city. Yeah, eventually. because they'd lose all their money at the grocery store. They're they'd open their bag and it's like, damn, all coal they're bricks <laughs> again. <Yes. laughs> all charcoal. They get run over by alligators in the street. Unless. They can't walk outside without stepping on dog shit, dude. I, I, like the image of a horse-drawn carriage pulled by four alligators is actually cool as shit. <laughs> Unless these people who are inherently unlucky get paid by peep other people who want them to like intentionally lose games to make them mm. money, like fixing, oh, like to take well, the fall. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What, oh, that'd be such a huge problem. Would, no, mm-hmm. no, because what would you want to take the fall on in this society? Oh, tons of shit. You could make you could make somebody look lucky and then they'd be higher in society. And there'd be lots of gambling going on. Mm-hmm. I think just naturally right, like but in fights gambling, and you stuff, wanna, races and stuff. But like uh there I guess yeah, if you want to rig a boxing match maybe or like I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's the whole thing you want to build somebody up. No, you, I I think I see what they're talking about. Like Yeah, I just don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it so basically what y'all are saying is that People who are, like, rich, but are only, like, of middling luck, can use uh, these losers, basically, to lose against them and make them look luckier than they actually are, and that causes their status in society to grow. Ah, I Mm -hmm. see, I see. And I like this more, I don't want it to be location-based. Kind of like Like a designated loser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the the unlockers. It's, yeah, it's like pretending. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, what else are you going to fucking do? Like, you can be a laborer. Congratulations. You, you have to be pretty lucky to get that job. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, like, the, if you're farming in the bayou, like, oyster farming or, or whatever would make sense in the bayou environment, luck would have less to do with it. Yeah, you can do a mundane profession still, I think, with a pretty good degree of success. Mm. But you'll never make your fortune. Yeah, you'll never be hot shit. You'll never have the electricity coursing through your veins that you get if you're running hot. Mm-hmm. So in, a, a uh, question City. I think we have to settle is cheating. And I, I think people would definitely do it. I think the question is how it is viewed and what happens if you get caught cheating. Well, we one thing we could do is we could say that Lady Luck frowns upon excessive cheating. But she doesn't frown upon, like, little bits of cheating. Right. She, like, if you can, if you have the skill to manipulate luck and no no one never notices, that is, she actually likes that, because that's, like, what she does. Mm -hmm. Counting cards, for sure. (laughs) Well, maybe, being clever is certainly encouraged, actually. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Mm. But I do think, like ace up your sleeve stuff you would get divinely punished oh yeah that too much yeah we're playing in like an entire rigged game she hates rigged games like where the house always wins or something like that right if it's like actually like the coconut you're trying to knock off is Mm -hmm. glued to the stick yeah you're gonna get unlucky if you try that shit Mm -hmm. yeah so i think it's it's dangerous to cheat but obviously the rewards can be great um i think you would definitely be civically punished though do we want to wrap this with a bow summation kind of 
Uh, well, we could add a twist that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> We're good at that. <laughs> um, your luck is manifested as the size of your head. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> so bad. This would be hard to turn into a game, I think, for people because... Uh, what? If you no. play as no, the unlucky class, you just roll. well, no. If you play as like an unlucky character or class, you're just losing all the time, right? No, no, no. All you would do is the same that every game plays is that you're the special guy who do, who nobody knows what their luck is. Oh, yeah. I guess then, that. Oh, that would kind of work. Yeah. the The entire game is just you playing different parlor games. Yeah, I mean, well, the, I mean, the conceit of. Most RPGs where everything is randomized, you take dice rolls and everything, yeah. is actually how this world functions. Yeah. Yeah. Like it lines up perfectly with Well the way that I that I see this city and this bayou fitting into your more traditional role playing tabletop game is that this is a location that the players go to at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. some sort of heist or something that they get involved in. Sure. Yeah, it could be a smaller setting. Um let's call it Lura. L U R A. Lura. Lura. Lura, Lura, Lura. I like Welcome it. to Lura, Lorelai, Lura, Lorelai could be Lady Lura. Isn't Lira like oh. a type of currency or something? Yeah, the Turkish they... Lira. Huh. Yeah. Erdogan gotcha. will be furious about this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, and uh, Prime Minister Erdogan, that's our show. Uh, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, Go ahead and write us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, Prime Minister, it really helps us out. Uh, feel free to detain us in one of your prisons there in Turkey. Just extract us from the United States. Bring us over there. <laughs> teach us the new meaning of pain. Uh, you know, teach me things that I don't want to know, that I can never know. Take us on helicopter rides. Take us on a one-way trip over the Black Sea in that helicopter. Put me in the prison in... Uzbekistan or whatever they put Bane in. I don't care to do that. Artist courtesy Bane. of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet us to at Lorelads or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. If you're Turkish, do not contact us. Your government is monitoring your correspondence with us. I guarantee you. Uh, it is not safe for you. We are hiding in Pennsylvania right now with that one uh, cleric who <laughs> Michael Flynn tried just, to attack. You can't say the name of the place. Now they know where <laughs> we, we are. We just said the name of the state. Don't worry. The Turks don't listen yeah. to podcasts all the way to the end. It's their one historical weakness. That's why we were able to push them out of Europe. <laughs> we did the orders at the end of podcasts. And they, yeah, they, they finished the History of Rome podcast yeah, they, and then they conquered they Constantinople. <laughs> they were like, oh, they're just doing the ending spiel. Nothing good's going to come after this. <laughs> their, in, their enigma machine is just one guy who listens to the end of podcasts. <laughs> it's like I have to tell the Sultan, but it was too late. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for listening, and as always... Happy world building. <laughs> <laughs>